Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it, and I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Parasite, the Hevite, and the Jebusite. Exodus 33, verse 1 and 2. God promised the Israelites a pleasant and peaceful land flowing with provision and blessing. But of course the enemy would resist, and they would have to fight and trust God for the victory in it. That he would move to remove all of the opposition. My friend, when God promises you a land of milk and honey, know that it will come with bulls and bees and some giants that don't want to let go of these things. Yet will God faithfully and miraculously move mountains and part seas to bring you amazing victories. So no matter how impossible it is, trust in him, his plan, his way, his wisdom, his power, his provision, and salvation. And you shall surely win in the end. But my friend, do not take matters into your own hands. Do not begin to trust in your own wisdom. And do not take credit for what God alone is doing. When God speaks, it is always with purpose and for a reason. He sees what we cannot see. He knows the end from the beginning. And we must humble ourselves and trust enough to follow his leading in everything or else we will set ourselves up to fail at everything. In Numbers chapter 33 verse 53 we read the words of God to the Israelites that said, And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein. For I have given you the land to possess it, and ye shall divide the land by lot for an inheritance among your families. And to the more ye shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer ye shall give the less inheritance. Every man's inheritance shall be in the place where his lot falleth. According to the tribes of your fathers ye shall inherit. But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye shall let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you also as I thought to do unto them. A prick in the eye causing 
Blindness, we know, according to Scripture, was a representation of sin whenever Jesus told the people to remove the plank out of your own eyes so that you can see clearly before you try to help a brother to remove his. We understand again that thorns represent sin. Thorns did not exist in the garden until after that man had fallen. And when man allowed sin into the world, thorns came up. In the midst of it, and this is part of the reason that Jesus bore a crown of thorns when he took our sins upon him. God was so clearly warning them in this passage that he was willing to drive out every enemy in opposition before them. He would be their defender, their strength, their power, and their might. But they had to trust him completely and not compromise with the enemy. Because the smallest thing that they allowed to stay in the land that God had given them would eventually become a speck in their eye, a thorn in their flesh. It would become enticement to sin against the God who had delivered them and caused them to fall under the same judgment as the people who had originally committed it. There is power both for blessing and for cursings in agreement. Who are you in agreement with? Because where your agreement is, is a declaration of where your faith is. God had promised victory in driving out the wicked inhabitants of the land that God had given them. He gave them all of the authority, the power, and the provision of heaven to accomplish this mission. He even warned them of what would happen if they didn't, if they allowed this evil to stay, though God had given them the backing of heaven to completely remove it. Then this enemy would plot, plan, provoke, deceive, vex, torment, and eventually overtake them. Though in this historical account, this enemy were actual men, We have to understand that they were controlled by evil spirits and the sins and acts of selfishness that those spirits drove those men to commit. So for the Christian today, I say, don't play with sin. It will start pleasant, but it will end in torment. Don't listen to the ideas planted in your head by those evil spirits that God has called you to drive out of the land that God has called you to possess, no matter how much the logic of those ideas might seem to make sense. God knows what he is doing. Trust him. Don't allow the enemy to stay in the land that you have been given. God has made available to you through the blood of Jesus all of the resources and power of heaven to drive these unclean things out lest they vex you and eventually overtake you while taking everything that God had for you from you. Jesus warns us in John chapter 10 verse 10 that the thief cometh not except for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The things that God tells us doesn't always make sense to our logic, but it is always meant to bring us life and to bring it in more abundance. The enemy will appease to your flesh and your pride and your lust 
and he will tell you things that make sense in the moment, but in the end, he is working with an agenda to steal, to kill, and to destroy your inheritance. The conquest of the promised land, though it began gloriously in a day of overcoming demonstration and victory, was not to be won completely in one fight. In the same way that our glorious salvation, which came in a moment, is followed by a daily pushing forward and a growing in grace that we call the sanctification process. Taking hold of the promised land was to be a gradual increase and growing, a pushing forward and a going day after day, seeing more land taken and more giants slain as they prayed, obeyed, and followed God in faith. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 29, we read God speaking these words to his people. He said, I will not drive them out before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the fields multiply against thee. But little by little, I will drive them out before thee until thou increase and inherit the land. God had a plan and a reason for the things that he was doing. Yet one by one, the tribes of Israel stopped following God's instructions. They got tired of growing, of pushing, of fighting, of trusting. They got distracted by the pleasantries and snared by the plots and plans of their enemies. They listened to their enticing words and began to compromise what they had heard from God for what they thought was right in their own sight. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 33, we read, God pleading with his wisdom because he sees the end from the beginning and he knew the plots and plans of this enemy with the children of Israel. And he said of these evil inhabitants and the sin and the wickedness in which they influenced men to walk in, he said, they shall not dwell in thy land lest they make thee to sin against me. For if thou servest their gods, it will surely be a snare unto thee. So clearly God is speaking. Do not play with sin. Don't let it in. Don't give it even an inch. Deal with it. For I have given you all of the resources and power of heaven to drive it out. Go in obedience to what I have spoken. And I will go before you and deal with this enemy. But we see in Joshua chapter 17 verse 13. That the Israelites decided to move in their own wisdom. What made sense to them. It says, yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxen strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute but did not utterly drive them out. They let them stay because they thought they could control it. They thought they could gain from it. They thought they knew better than the wisdom of God. Pastor, do not come into agreement with someone's sin or compromise with their compromise just because they pay tithe. That's what the Canaanite did. They paid tribute, and so they let them stay and pollute 
and corrupt and influence the children of the land. Christian, don't come into agreement with the voice of an unholy spirit just because it brings you gifts. That's what the Canaanite did. They paid tribute. They convinced them that they could empower them, make them stronger than God did. Child, do not exchange the greater plan that God has in store for you for the pleasures of a land, gadgets, or entertainment. Soldier of God, do not disobey the orders of your king by allowing the enemy to not be driven out because it pretends to serve you. That's what the Canaanite did it will turn on you I promise you do what God tells you to no fear no compromise drive them out no other way but God's way is the right way my friend get rid of sin have no agreement with unclean spirits listen to the wisdom of Jesus. Use the authority that his blood gives us and drive the enemy out of the land of your inheritance, which is your mind, your home, your family, your church, your community, your nation. Don't stop fighting, pushing, praying, and obeying, and little by little the land shall be taken. Christian, you have been called to push against the tide, to look straight in the face of the giants and tell them no compromise. It is time for you to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Then trust in the salvation of the Lord to complete it. Remember what the word says and stand on it in Romans chapter 8 verse 33. What shall we then say to these things if God be for us? Who can be against us? And in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus saith unto them, If thou canst only believe, all things shall be possible to him which believes. John chapter 8, verse 36 says, Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Galatians 5, 1 says, Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage like the Israel did. They allowed the enemy to plot and plan around them to pollute the minds of their children because they compromised with it instead of driving it out of their home, instead of driving it out of their lives. They allowed those around them, their wives, their children, their family, those that they were meant to minister to and influence to see them in agreement with it and profiting from it so that they began to fall to the lies of the enemy, that it was okay to partake of it when God had provided a way of escape from it. Remember Romans chapter 8 verse 37 says, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. There is power. There is provision. There is the blood of Jesus. Take hold of it and reclaim the land of your inheritance. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.